asking your clients might be good, but if your clients don't have much SEO value or much rank, many rankings, getting them to talk about you, it's okay, but it's not gonna have that same impact as something that's already ranking on those first couple pages of Google. Welcome to the Twins Talk It Up podcast, where my identical twin brother and I share our thoughts and provide solutions for executives and professionals who want to become masters of speaking and communicating so that they can maximize their influence and impact. Yes, we are identical twins who happen to also be public speakers, executive coaches, and sales leaders. Our company, DSP Leadership Group, focuses on equipping leaders who want to speak with confidence and authority, all while using their authentic voice. Here on the Twins Talk It Up podcast, we present topics about communication and leadership from our perspective as individuals and as twins. Welcome to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. Have you ever wondered or asked if there was a way you could drive more traffic to your website or even to your podcast? Is there a way to maximize traffic through search engines and applications such as Google, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest? How can search engine optimization or SEO be a strategic tool for accomplishing this? There are people and businesses searching for your organization. Believe it or not, they're looking for your product, your services, and even your podcast. But the question is now, how easily can they find it? Podcasting is on the rise, and marketers need to know how to attract new and existing listeners to stay engaged. We're fortunate to have my friend Brandon Liebowitz, owner of SEO Optimizers, a digital marketing company out of California that focuses on helping both small and medium-sized businesses get more online traffic, which in turn will convert more clients, translate into more sales, and yes, help you to scale your organization. He's also in the podcasting space with his own program entitled Get More Sales and Leads Using SEO by Brandon Liebowitz. Brandon, welcome to Twins Talk It Up. Thanks for having me on today. From time to time, when Dave and I are speaking, we'll let you know in the audience uh, who's the one actually speaking. People do say sometimes our voices sound alike. Uh, so this is Danny. Brandon, tell us a little bit more about your leadership journey and what led you to begin your company called CEO Optimizers. I just kind of fell into it after I graduated from college, got my degree in business marketing. And the first job I got out of school was helping out the company with their digital marketing, helping out with like SEO and social media, doing email marketing, running paid ads and taking pictures of products, writing product descriptions, kind of doing it all for them. And just realized back then in 2007 that everyone's probably going to have a website and everything I mentioned works to get traffic. It's just SEO, search engine optimization is a way to get free traffic. So just really focused on that over the years and just trying to tap into that free traffic from Google and avoid spending money on ads, which they do work. It's just why spend money on ads if you can get up there for free. So over the years, worked at different advertising agencies and would always be working full-time and then be working on the side, trying to build up clients here and there because I realized you can just get freelance clients doing SEO. So that was one thing that also drew me in is just being able to be your own boss and pick up clients here and there and would work full-time and then before work or after work, work on my company and built it up over the years to where I was able to quit my job and just solely focus on this company. This is fantastic. This is Danny again. So we let our audience know, sometimes not everybody's ready 
to go all in when it comes to starting your business. Sometimes you have to have a side hustle. And sometimes that side hustle becomes your main hustle and it can become your main business. So I want to let the audience know, this is a great example. You can have a full-time job. You can start something on the side, which is something you have a lot of passion in and a lot of desire to see grow. And when it gets to that point where you're making enough revenue and enough income to where you can actually let go of the main job, I say go for it. So never let the money hold you back from going after your dreams. So Brandon, quick question. There's a lot of misconceptions. What are some of the mistakes that businesses make when it comes to search engine optimization and managing uh, search engine optimization? There's a lot of different things that you need to do for SEO, but the most important one is backlinks, getting other websites to talk about you. The more websites that talk about you, the more trust Google is going to give to you. And then they look at the keywords on your website to figure out what to rank you for. But it doesn't really work the other way around. Backlinks are really the most important thing. So if you're reading an article or a blog post or whatever, you're reading something online, such as like on Forbes, and it mentions my name, Brandon Leibowitz. And then if you click on it and it goes to my website, then I'd be getting a backlink from Forbes. So trying to get as many different websites to talk about you builds up that trust with Google. And in the past, it was just a numbers game. If I had 100 backlinks and you have 200 backlinks, you'd rank higher than me. But Google has changed a lot over the years how they look at these backlinks. And now it's really the quality, not the quantity. So a lot of people will buy backlinks or not even get backlinks when they're doing SEO. And then they wonder, why am I not ranking? It's because either you don't have backlinks or you built the wrong type of backlinks. And if you build the wrong type, instead of ranking higher, you actually drop down, which is the last thing you want to happen. So it's all about building the right type of backlinks, which a lot of business owners don't really know much about the backlinks. It's a weird little dance that you have to do with Google to get these backlinks, but they are really the most important thing with SEO. Brandon, this is David. I, and I appreciate you starting this section of our conversation talking about backlinks. And for the majority of us that are running our own businesses, we probably have no clue what that means, but we love the idea of a larger, bigger, well-known brand mentioning our companies. So how do we get our companies mentioned by these other larger firms? Is it going to be just as simple as saying, I know the CTO or the CMO at that company, and hey, can you drop my name in, that, in, in your next blog? Can you drop my name in the next article? Or how do you get to a point where you're able to get more and more of these organizations to, let's say, put a link to you or, or mention your organization? Yep, you just kind of have to get creative with it. But the best way to do it is spying your competition. So there's tools that will show you all of your competitors' backlinks, and then one by one, you can start reaching out to the sites that are linking to your competitors because if they're linking out to your competition, you could probably figure out a way to get them to link out to you saying, hey, you mentioned my competitors. I also offer a similar product or service. Can you include me on this blog post or whatever it may be? But I would definitely use the tools such as Ahrefs or Moz or SEMrush. These are all paid tools, but they will show you all of your backlinks. They'll show you any website. They'll show you Google's backlinks. They'll show you anyone's. This is Danny, and I want to jump in there real quick because I like what you're saying, uh, utilizing tools. It's, it's okay to use some paid tools. There's a lot of great companies out there, and I like how you brought up the word Moz because uh, I think when they, before they rebranded, they used to be called SEO Moz. Um, so when it comes to websites, I think a lot of businesses believe, hey, I have a website, I'm done, or I have a Facebook page or Instagram page, I'm done. I don't really need to do anything else, but how crucial is it? to continue to have fresh content on your, on your main page, on your website? How 
crucial is it? And does it really help drive and increase traffic? Well, content is really important. And having fresh original content also helps out because Google looks at, sometimes they'll put the date of when the article, the blog post was written in the search results. So mm -hmm. they look at the date to make sure it's somewhat new or somewhat relevant because if it's a 10 year old blog post, Google might see it and it might be relevant, but Google might see a blog post from a year ago and say that one's probably gonna be more up to date. So what you could do is go into all your old content and just update it, add a couple words, change some sentences around. And then you could say on that blog post, last modified on this date. And then Google's gonna see that it was updated on that date, which a lot of websites will do. A lot of the bigger websites will write articles from 10 years ago and they still write on that first page of Google. And when you get there, it says last updated a couple of days ago. So it seems like it's updated, it's topical. And all you really need to do is add a couple sentences or just add one word. That's enough to get Google to recrawl it, look at it again and reevaluate it. But having original content, fresh original content is so very important. We'll be right back after this short break. Are you projecting the right image to your market? Are you optimizing your name recognition and presence online? Elite Public Image is a leader in strategic communications and marketing solutions, ranging from public relations, brand communications, and content marketing strategy to social media and reputation management for businesses, professionals, and VIPs of all types. Whether you're looking to develop a particular brand or need a brand refresh, look no further than Elite Public Image. Visit ElitePublicImage.com and let Elite put their experience to work for you. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. As a special thank you, we have an amazing offer for our listeners for a free consultation over the next two weeks. Visit our website and schedule your free 30-minute consultation. And now, let's get back to the episode. Welcome back to Twins Talk It Up podcast. Brandon, this is David, and I, and I love where this is going because it's making me think about the last time I refreshed my website, the last time I added a new article or some new content on my website. So I got to ask, in terms of strategies, what other strategies can you incorporate within your website? Because it sounds to me like when you're looking at these search engines, especially Google being the largest search engine out there in the world, is there a way to quote unquote beat the system or does the house always win? Well, Google always wins, but we're not trying to beat Google with SEO. We're just trying to figure out who's on that first page of Google, how much SEO have they done, and how can we do a better job of it? But trying to figure out Google, Google changes every single day. So that one, you know, if we figure it out, tomorrow it's going to change, next day it's going to change, every day it's changing. So trying to figure out Google is a never-ending battle. But trying to figure out what your competitors are doing, that's where you could look at their backlinks, look at their keywords, because everything is transparent if you look in the right places. So I can see everything you're doing. You can see everything I'm doing. There's nothing that's really hidden with SEO. This is Danny. Um, when it comes to, like you said earlier, you can look at what your competition is doing. But and as Dave was saying, it's great to make sure you're doing content. But a lot of these uh, small business owners, they have a website. It doesn't really speak to their audience. Mm. Is there a way that they should have a strategy before they even build a website. I mean, really at the end of the day, uh, you should have a strategy for everything you do in life and you should have a plan. 
but I don't think a lot of business owners put a plan in place when it comes to digital marketing for their website or having a plan uh, for the website. They think building a website, they're done. Yeah. But what type of way can they develop a plan, not only just to do digital marketing, but to have fresh new content on a regular basis? Do you have a tool or methodology you use to help businesses uh, have a plan that can put in place? Um, so if they're trying to just do content, I would just create like a content calendar possibly. Mm -hmm. But as long as you're blogging on your website once a month, that's really all you need to do. You don't need to be blogging every single week. I mean, it's okay. The more blogs you put out there, the better. But it's really more beneficial to blog on other people's websites or to put out content on other people's websites to get those backlinks. So posting on your own website, I would do that once a month and try to put the other content that you would put out on your website on other people's websites to get those backlinks to get other websites talking about you. But when you're writing content, I would just try to write for the user, just put yourself in the user's point of view. If you're promoting yourself the whole time, no one's gonna want to read it. Not gonna work. <laughs> you're right, Brandon, you're right. Nobody wants to just see you talking about you all the time, right? They want to see you talking about other people, your partnerships your strategic alliances. And I love that. Uh, and, and keeping with Google, because I know that's one of the, the platforms that you focus heavily on with your clients, Brandon. What about free ads, free traffic versus Google ads? Um, what's the difference there in your mind? And does Google actually look favorably upon an organization that decides to go ahead and pay them? That Google, I mean, Google loves when you pay them, but it's not gonna help out your SEO, unfortunately. So ads don't help out with anything else so but the ads they do work on google it's just it's expensive or adds up really quickly so when you search on google there's ads at the top every time you click on them you have to pay so it's cost per click so every single time it could be if you click on an ad it might be 10 cents a click right it could be 50 cents a click it could be a dollar a click it could be ten dollars per click fifty dollars per click a hundred dollars per click so gets pretty expensive. It just depends on the return on your investment. How much am I making versus how much is it going to cost me to get these leads? Because you're going to have to probably get a hundred people to your website just to maybe get two leads, potentially not even sales. So you just have to understand how much it's going to cost with the ads. They do work. It's just, you have to cost everything out. And unfortunately, Google is pretty expensive. There's a lot of other ads out there. Facebook ads are cheaper for a reason because it's lower quality traffic. So with Google, people are searching, they're looking, they're showing intent to look for your product or service. Whereas on Facebook, you just have interest. So you could see, okay, these people probably want to use my product or service. They might in the future or the past, but I don't know if they want to use it now. So I'm going to just send a message to them and hope they're interested, which sometimes it works, but it doesn't have that same intent behind it. So Google ads work a little bit better. They're going to be a little bit more expensive, but you get that intent behind it, which drives sales, which is all usually what people want. Brandon, this is David again. I appreciate you sharing that. And it's good to know that it's not necessarily going to make Google look at you and say, wow, they paid me here. So I'm going to go ahead and try to help boost them up um, and put them on the front page of, the, of, of uh, the search, right? And that's really what we want. We want to be on top of mind of people that are looking for us. We want to be on the front page. And so I've got to ask this question, uh, besides the obvious about how do you get on the front page, it's, it's really a numbers game. So are there industries that will find, let's say, better results or industries that you have in your time of working with different clients seen a faster rise to their rankings increasing versus others? It all comes down to the competition. So 
if you don't have much competition, it's going to be a lot easier. But versus you're selling something really generic like T-shirts, hyper competitive. You're going to be competing against like Walmart, Target, Costco, Amazon, all these big, big corporations versus if you're some small or if you're like a restaurant in some small city, that's going to be a lot easier versus a restaurant in like Los Angeles. Mm. A lot of restaurants, a lot more competition out there. So it just comes down to the competitiveness of those keywords and also, how much SEO has been done to your website? If you're a brand new website, it's going to take time for Google to trust you versus if you've been around building backlinks, building that trust up, it's not going to take as long to get those rankings. So it just really depends. It's not really one size fits all. Every website is going to be a little different with that. But, but yeah, usually, unfortunately, it takes about six months with SEO to really kick in and take full effect. This is Danny, and I want to make sure our audience heard that. Sometimes when we think about marketing, we're like, why isn't it working right away? And as you said, Brandon, it takes six months. Uh, and I know a very successful company in the managed service provider space, one of our clients, it took 12 months uh, for the whole program to work for his company. But now he's so busy flying every week all over across the country. His business is literally tripled, tripled. His business is tripled because he stayed focused on making sure he built this out the right way. And so I want to make sure our audience understands just because you work with brand in his company, don't expect, wow, in one week, I got more traffic. Why is the sales not closing coming in? Why is the sales not closing? It can take time to get more and more of your brand out there and to make sure you can separate yourself in a very crowded market. If you're in the restaurant industry, as Brandon was saying, man, or t-shirt industry, there's a lot out there. You got to be patient and you have to take the time to do it the right way. So on a personal note, Brandon, a question that I think all of our audience would like to know, including David and myself, where can we see where we are? Uh, how do we see where we're ranked? Like, for example, how do we see where our program, Twins Talk It Up podcast, is ranked? And what are some simple ways to improve the uh, search and optimization for a podcast program uh, like the Twins Talk It Up? Or what are ways that other small businesses that we have or other of our partners, what are ways that they can increase their uh, ranking as well? Yep. So if you want to track everything, a bunch of different tools out there, but Google gives you the Google keyword plan. I mean, the Google analytics, which is a free tool from Google, which will show you pretty much everything you want to know about your traffic and more. It's kind of like data overload, but that's going to tell you everything you want to know about all your traffic. If you want to know only about SEO, then Google has another free tool. It's called the Google Search Console, which is going to show you everything about SEO, what keywords you rank for, if you've been penalized from Google, your backlinks. I'll show you how fast your website loads, if it looks good on mobile or not. So there's a lot of SEO things in there. So I would use both of those, Google Analytics and Google Search Console, both the free tools, and just going to give you a ton of good information. That's, yeah going to be really helpful. And if you're trying to promote a podcast, Google can't really, or any of these platforms, they struggle with audio and video. So they really rely heavily on text content. So if you can, if it's a long form video, it might be tough to transcribe it, but maybe like timestamp it and write a good description because they really feed off that text. So if it's like a 10 minute video, you could probably transcribe it. If it's an hour long or 45 minutes, it might be tough to transcribe it or really expensive, but they really rely heavily on text. So content, timestamping it might be good, making like chapters and the title of the podcast, really important. The file name before you upload it, 
to all these different platforms is also really important. Those are just kind of some of the basic things that will really help out a lot, especially the content. I want to ask another question. You mentioned transcribe. So what type of tools do we have out there that uh, small businesses can use to transcribe their podcasts uh, so people can read the words as well, or uh, maybe take snippets and put it on their website. I'm thinking about what are some other strategies that uh, individuals can use in order to drive more traffic to their website? Yep. The transcribing, I don't know any tools, but you could hire someone, freelancer, someone like that. But actually, I think there might be some tools out there, but I just never use them. But anything to help out, because when you upload a video to YouTube, YouTube will try to get the subtitles or transcribe it, but they don't get it perfect. They're not there yet. So they really need your help as much as possible. All these platforms need your help as much as possible to really spoon feed them as much text, as much content as you can to help them really understand what that video or audio is about because they struggle for the, for the time being. They might get it in a couple of years, they're trying to, but right now they need your help as much as possible. Yeah, this is David Brandon, and I, I know my twin. We're identical twins, and sometimes he's going to try to jump in and ask a question that I'm trying to ask, and we're literally on the same wavelength here. And and so with that in mind, I'm really intrigued. I'm thinking to myself, I want to do more research. I want to learn more about where I stand. I want to learn more about how to optimize and maximize my presence online with our program. I mean, we've crossed the 100 threshold in terms of our episodes, but we could do even more. So this is gonna to go to my next question because you're talking about what they're looking for, the time stamping, the transcripts, the show notes, the unique title names, I guess, of your episodes. But what about reviews? How does asking, or if someone's listening to a podcast and they wanna leave a review, how does that help? Does that help at all with increasing traffic, increasing our rating? Does that help with this strategy? Can we ask for at least use that to our benefit, more reviews? No, reviews look good for people, but for rankings, it doesn't really help out necessarily. It's not the number of reviews you have. It's the keywords and the reviews. Okay. That's really so very important. If someone writes a review saying, great, they're so helpful, beneficial, love working with them, doesn't really help out. If they say like, if they write a review for me, they say like, I was looking for an SEO company in Los Angeles. I live in Santa Monica. I found Brandon. He helped me with link building and Google Analytics and tracking. So putting all these keywords in there, that's what moves you up the ranking. So it's not the review, it's the keywords in the review, but it's tough to get people to put reviews or write, key, write reviews with keywords in it. So if someone is gonna write a review, you know they're happy with your product or service, maybe you could ask them to sprinkle in a couple of keywords, but technically you're not supposed to ask for reviews from people. So right. tricky to get them, but keywords really help out a lot. Cause if you search, even on like Google, you could search for like, Italian food and on Google Maps, the first one might have 10 reviews. The second one could have 200 reviews. The third one could have 50 reviews. So it's not necessarily the number of reviews, but a lot of other variables that go into it. But they do help for people. Like if I see you have a bunch of reviews versus your competitors, it's going to look good for me. So it's going to draw my eye in. This is Danny. I love the fact that you said it does help, right? I, we're, we're creatures of habit. And yeah. if we look at one product or an offering or a restaurant with one review compared to something that has a thousand reviews, we're going to more lean towards the one with a thousand reviews because the one review we think could be biased. Uh, so I appreciate you bringing that up. 
What what are some of the trends that you're seeing when it comes to search engine optimization or trends that you feel that uh, are important in the future, but now you're monitoring them uh, because it could be advantageous for your clients in the future? Well, just mobile is one thing that hasn't stopped growing and it's going to continue growing. So just being aware of mobile and making sure your website looks good on mobile, it's optimized for mobile, loads quickly, but that's a whole other one because the mobile screens are much different than traditional computers, desktop computers. So it's a little tough, but just trying to figure out everything and just making sure that loads quickly and captures people's attentions quickly because on the phone, it's too easy to hit that back button and get sucked into something else or open up an app and just get sucked into social media. So got to hold their attention somehow. And that's also another thing is like video is a good way to get people's attention. So creating visual content, video content seems to be more popular. People don't want to read a blog post or read the text on your website. So if you have a video introducing yourself, explaining everything, it's going to help out a lot more too. This is Danny and I appreciate you bringing that up. And you know, we're, we're all about moving forward as fast as possible, but you you hit the nail on the head. I mean, sometimes we're lazy and we're also a lot more times on our phones or our tablets than we are on our laptops or our desktops. And as you said, man, there's a lot of things grabbing our attention. There could be an ad, there could be uh, uh, some type of Instagram thing we want to look at, but then you want to make sure that people can see the content clearly on that smartphone. And sometimes people make a website and the website doesn't translate well onto a smartphone. It doesn't translate well onto a tablet. And a lot of times business owners don't think about that as well. So I appreciate you bringing that up because it's very important. It's very crucial. Uh, I think I want to get to the question about running your business. Uh, I think a lot of times we, we in the audience understand it's important, it's important to hire people like you who can actually help our business to get to the level we know it can be at if more people knew about us. But when it comes to running your own practice, Talk about the nerves that you had and how scary it was to say, you know what, I'm going to get rid of this secure, constant paycheck coming in. And I'm going to go all in on this side hustle. And not only am I going to go all in with the side hustle, I believe in my own mindset, I can continue to keep it up. So talk a little bit about that, because I think sometimes we have people out there, they're just a little fearful about going out on their own. And you did it. So can you talk a little bit more about that and your mindset when you ran your when you started your business? Yeah, that was definitely a tough one because it is nice to have that full-time job, that constant paycheck. But over the years, I've been working on it, building it up and building it up and always had it as a back burner. It wasn't my main focus. It was just working full-time. And it was nice to get a couple extra clients here and there and make some extra money after work and before work, but didn't really dedicate too much time into really pushing it until maybe like five years ago. I was like, how about I really focus on it and really give it that push and boost it up. And after a few months of just a year of constantly making same amount that I was making at my job full time, then I was quitting my job. So I didn't just like instantly quit my job and just go into it. I was built it up and built it up over the years where I was pretty comfortable and knew that I'd be able to get clients and had a reputation that I had built up. So it wasn't just Luckily now, everyone kind of realizes the value of SEO because 10 years ago, 15 years ago, when I first started doing this, it was tough to get clients. People didn't understand what SEO is or like, why do I need to be online? What's the point of it? Now, people kind of realize they need to be online. If not, their competitors are going to be there and they're going to be taking that traffic from them. That's awesome. This is Danny again. I want to ask another question about that. First of all, congratulations on just really having the right mindset to launch a business 
And congratulations for not giving up despite the pandemic hitting you hard because your clients and things are starting to pick up again. I think that's fantastic. It talks a lot about your perseverance. And I say that because sometimes in business, we get a setback or we hit a roadblock or we fall in a pothole that we want to give up. We want to give up on our dreams. We want to give up on what we believe in. We want to give up on our passions. And you're a good example of saying, hey, look, it happens. The pandemic happened. Business was tough but we continue to move forward. My business is thriving again. I'm moving forward. So I want to let the audience know, don't give up. This is a mindset thing. Every day running your own business, it's very difficult. If Brandon doesn't work today, he doesn't eat. So he has to have that mindset that no matter how I'm feeling, whether I'm feeling down or whether I'm feeling happy or not, I got to continue to work. Whether my client is happy with me because I did a great job or the client didn't respond to the latest content I pushed out, I still got to eat. I still got to work. So I want to encourage our audience today, go out, and work. Go out and work hard. Do not allow anything negative to happen to keep you from wanting to go out and continue to work. So Brandon, kudos to you for doing a great job motivating yourself to continue to move forward and continue to push your business. And I think the question that comes to my mind right now uh, for our audience members, as well as for my business and David's business, because outside of the podcast, Dave and I not only have a book, but we both run our own companies. So there's a lot of stuff going on. And question I have, if we have people in the audience that have multiple sites or multiple businesses or working with multiple accounts, you talked about earlier linking them all together. Can you find ways to give us a little bit more insight on how that works? Because I love the fact that my business can be mentioned in other companies and other things out there. And when people go to that website, for example, they can find out about me. But can you give us a little bit more insight on how can we as small businesses go out and find what I call synergetic companies or synergetic uh, entities that would be a good fit to have my profile on their site to hopefully one day get more traffic to come back to me. We'll be right back after this short break. We want to thank our sponsor for today's episode, Paul Jackowitz of pauljackowitz.com. For all your website design and management needs, visit Paul Jackowitz. That's Paul, J-A-C-K-I-E-W-I-C-Z.com. Are you projecting the right image to your market? Are you optimizing your name recognition and presence online? Elite Public Image is a leader in strategic communications and marketing solutions, ranging from public relations, brand communications, and content marketing strategy to social media and reputation management for businesses, professionals, and VIPs of all types. Whether you're looking to develop a spectacular brand or need a brand refresh, look no further than Elite Public Image. Visit ElitePublicImage.com and let Elite put their experience to work for you. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. As a special thank you, we have an amazing offer for our listeners for a free consultation over the next two weeks. Visit our website and schedule your free 30-minute consultation. And now, let's get back to the episode. Welcome back to Twins Talk It Up podcast. I would just search on Google. Kind of searching on Google is going to give you the Google answer. Google knows all. <laughs> you search on Google for your keyword. And whoever's on those first couple pages of Google, mm-hmm. Google's showing some love to them. They're trusting them. So those are sites that if you reach or partner with them, they're mm. definitely getting some love from SEO because Google's showing them on those first couple pages. If they're on like page four or five, 
it's showing that Google's showing them some up. They're not on the first page, but at least they're doing something. So try right. to search for those keywords or any keyword that's related to your business. Just search for a bunch of different keywords. See who's on those first couple pages and start reaching out to those sites, trying to build those relationships. Awesome. I can't get the big corporations, but smaller, medium-sized businesses, you can reach out to them and reaching out to people on Twitter seems to work a lot better than reaching out on like Facebook because there's right. an inbox or Instagram. Not many people are going to get it because there's a lot of followers that people have, but Twitter, people don't really have many followers and you can message people and they'll get that message. So oh. that's a good way to connect with people. I want to jump in real quick, David. I know you're, you've been dying to ask a question, but I, I'm on a roll at this moment. This is Danny uh, to my audience. I think that's a great challenge. Brandon has just given to every single person who's here in this program. It's something simple you can do. And you go online, you use that search engine that we mentioned, you pull up the individuals in that category that you follow, and then you go and you build a relationship with them. I never even thought about leveraging that as a business development opportunity to help drive revenue, to drive long-term traffic success to my business. I've always said, hey, go after your clients, your ideal client, and reach out to them. Well, there's another way you can drive revenue potential, and that's for you to develop a business plan to go after and build a rapport with the people that show up on the first two pages on, on the search browser. So I think that's fantastic. Brandon, thank you for the insight on that. Uh, it's a good challenge for people out there today. Do not allow yourself to be put in a position where you don't build relationships with other people in your industry, with other individuals that can actually put your organization onto their website and you guys can partner together and drive traffic back and forth. I think that's fantastic. Uh, I just wanted to throw that out there as a business development opportunity for all of our listeners. Yeah, it works really well versus asking your clients. It might be good, but if your clients don't have much SEO value or much rank, many rankings, getting them to talk about you it's okay, but it's not going to have that same impact as something that's already ranking on those first couple pages of Google. That one, those websites definitely have some SEO value that Google's showing them on those first couple pages. They're showing them some love on that. So this is David, Brandon, and I'm glad that Dan is actually taking a breather. Maybe he's getting something to drink so I can say hello. <laughs> but let me, let me ask this because what I'm hearing is that technology and businesses have changed. Our listeners, our audience, our consumers, they're learning to buy differently. And because they're more informed and they're more educated and they have technology at their fingertips, you can no longer just go by word of mouth and that's enough. They actually are going to look at the ratings. They're going to look at the um, traffic, or at least I would say the reviews that they see online. They're going to go and dig a little deeper because they're searching for the right product and solution. It's not enough to say, well, there's a one right down the street. It's convenient. No, it's convenient for them to do their homework. So in terms of numbers, in terms of looking at click rates, in terms of driving up what we call traffic to your site, how important is analytics? I mean, it's not just enough to say, well, I've got more sales this month. Well, aren't we looking at tracking numbers? And how do you do that for your clients to make sure they know what numbers to track, what to look out for as a way to take those numbers to say, hey, this is converting the right type of clients because just because I'm getting more business this month doesn't mean I'm putting my money in the right type of uh, work in terms of the advertising dollars or in terms of the marketing dollars. So what are your thoughts on how to track and why analytics are so important uh, in your line of work? You definitely have to be tracking as much as you can because data is invaluable and you already have access to the data. You just have to sign up for these tools like Google Analytics and things like that. And you'll have access to all that information, but 
yeah, the sooner you do it, the better, because I'm not going to show you any past data. So once you sign up for Google Analytics, you're going to do a little tracking code, put it on your website. And once you install that tracking code from that day on, it's going to track. It's not going to track any past data. So if you want to get into that data, the sooner you put it on, the better. And I'm just going to tell you so much information, which pages get the most traffic. So if you're selling a product, you can see which products get the most traffic. If you're a blog, you can see which blog posts get the most traffic or which ones get the least amount of traffic or which ones get the most amount of traffic. But the majority of the people leave immediately. It's called like the bounce rate, which a lot of platforms aren't going to show you like Facebook ads. It's not going to show you the bounce rate. Like you might get a thousand people to your website from Facebook ads, but if 99% of the people left immediately, something's off. Facebook's not going to show you that information, but Google Analytics will show you it. So you have to use other tools besides the free ones that all these platforms will give you because they're not going to really tell you the full story. They're going to tell you what they want you to see. They're not going to show you everything, but tracking like keyword rankings is really important. So seeing what position you're in and tracking those helps out, but just looking at overall traffic from Google and making sure that increases month over month from Google Analytics or Google Search Console. Brandon, this is David again. I want to thank you for what you've been sharing with us today and for our listening audience out there. This is the type of content we want to bring you. We want to bring you leading voices, people who are in their own fields having incredible success. And I'll tell you this, I've done the trial and error. I've put money in so many different advertising resources. I've tried it on my own. It makes sense to invest in the right places. It makes sense to work with people like Brandon, organizations like SEO optimizers so that you can put the advertising dollars where you're going to get the most bang for your buck. I want to say thank you to Brandon for coming on because we're learning how to drive traffic. We're learning how to increase our exposure. We're learning how to scale our businesses. And this is one way to do it. If you're listening today and you like what you're hearing, Brandon's offering actually a free gift for our listeners. If you go to his website, seooptimizers.com, forward slash gift, you're going to get access to something that Brandon's created just for our listeners today. And you're going to be able to get a view into his world. And if you give him an opportunity to view your world, you might be able to see your traffic increase and, there, and thus have greater success in your business. On behalf of my twin brother, Brandon, I want to thank you for joining Twins Talk It Up. We look forward to hearing about your success, your growth, and the future collaborations together. Thank you for joining Twins Talk It Up. Thanks for having me on today. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. Please subscribe and follow us on Instagram at DSP Leadership and visit us online at dspleadershipgroup.com to learn more about our workshops and trainings. We will see you on the next episode of the Twins Talk It Up podcast.